This is Football CFB, the home of unique football content. I never told you You scared off the vultures I never told you You scared off the ghosts living in my head That lay lonely in the dirt That First question I've got for you, you're obviously, you've moved to the MLS with Philadelphia Union following a career in Scottish and English football. How would you sum up your time at the club and your experience of MLS as a whole so far? I mean, it's, it's been a strange one. Like obviously, there's, there's element of frustration there because maybe the season's not went the way you maybe planned with the amount of game time that I've had or whatever. But I'm also very happy that I've I made the decision to come here, I think. To get this different sort of way of looking at life, looking at football, just a whole different environment took me right out of my comfort zone. It's something that I'm really, really happy that I've that I've took the decision to do. Obviously, everybody wants to play more minutes on the field, and they're still, I mean, that can still happen. I've signed a contract here for a few years, so anything like I've still got time to sort of make the mark on the field the way I want to. But moving to the league, seeing like the different calibre of players that I'm now playing against in practice and in the games, it just is something I'm really happy to have done. You started your career at Celtic as a young player. What are your memories from your early years in football? Uh, just, I remember going into Celtic uh, about eight, nine years old and I always remember sort of mentality of you're expected to win every game, which I think has helped me when I went out in my loan spells. I remember my first loan spell when I left Celtic, it was a strange one when a draw could be a good result when I'm used to being at Celtic of when I, like winning was second nature to you. And but I think getting brought up at Celtic it really helped me. Like I maybe didn't make that step into first team football as early as some people did, but I think the sort of learnings that it gave me and like I went to obviously Celtic were the first team to use one of the academy of excellences in Scotland so to be able to experience that I think I was very lucky with what my sort of upbringing was at Celtic You mentioned those loan spells when you were at Celtic you joined Morton and you also joined Dumbarton what are your memories of playing in the lower leagues in Scotland because that's a way to toughen anyone up I really enjoyed that actually I always remember my first game I think it was my second game from Morton we are playing against Dundee and I remember playing against Peter McDonald, who obviously had a very, very good career in Scotland. And that was the first time I realised I'm, I'm playing against men here. Like, he certainly roughed me up. He showed me how men's football could be played. And there's always one opponent that I always stick my mind playing against. And But the one at Morton was a strange one. That was my first time in football. And obviously, the season was about a disaster for Morton fans. So I'll be the first to tell you that. But... I thought personally I'd done quite well there and then I went from strength to strength when I went to Dumbarton. I think that's when I really started to show what I could maybe be capable of going forward and I think that set me a good stead for like where my career went from that point. You joined Newcastle when you leave Celtic. How did that move come about and what was it like to make your debut for the club under Rafa Benitez in the FA Cup? It was a strange one because I'd, it was a few years before I always knew that I'd been sort of interested in Newcastle to join their academy and they wanted me to join a lot earlier, maybe at the under-18 sort of stage. But at that time, things were progressing nice with Celtic and I thought I still had maybe unfinished business there, which 
obviously that didn't turn out the way I planned it to, but that's, that's the sort of way football goes. But when I went to Newcastle again, it was like similar to the moving to the MLS on a smaller scale. It was my first time away from home. It was my first time living alone and I really enjoyed it. It sort of made me grow as a man even while I was playing in the... I sort of went from being a boy in men's football to like turn into a man in boys' football when I went to the Newcastle 23s and I think it was their performances that sort of got me my my first team debut which to be honest couldn't have went any better but a 1-3-1 Rafa Benitez was the guy that gave me the game it's like dreams are made of but I think at that stage I was content knowing that I'd done everything I could and maybe it wasn't just at the level to play for such a big club at Newcastle at the time but I've got no regrets about how I've done there and when I went there it's just, it's just another good chapter to have in the story but as you say, things happen, you need to move on. I was end up back at Kilmarnock after that, but my time in Newcastle, I really did enjoy it. Just one question on Benitez. Jamie Carragher and others on television talk about how organised he is in his training sessions. Did that suit you as a defensive player? Yeah, I was actually quite surprised. I didn't know what to expect, but I tell a lot of people this, like the comparisons I can make between Benitez and Steve Clark was quite similar, actually, how, both, how meticulous the detail they both were. And I really like playing in the Benitez system. I think it's suiting me well, and I'm just obviously I'm gutted I wasn't able to to do it more and to be a part of his squad. But it's easier said than done when you're at a club at Newcastle. But as a as a manager and as a man, I had a lot of time for him. I think he was very fair with me whenever I did come across him. You, you mentioned Kilmarnock and you joined the club permanently in, in 2018, but you had loan spells there too. You work under Steve Clark, who you've mentioned. How would you sum up that Steve Clark era at Kilmarnock as a player? Because for for me as a, as a as a spectator watching it and obviously writing in football, it was extraordinary to see the transformation. I don't. I think it's. I don't. It's very very difficult to put into words how special that time was. I, I think I could. I could play for the top teams in the world, and I, I'd, I'd struggle to enjoy football as much as I did for the two years. Like everything would just fell together perfectly. I remember. My first loan spell at Kilmarnock, I was, I was poor, to be honest. I wasn't at the level I wanted to be at. And then I thought the second time when I went back, I had a point to prove. And again, it didn't start great, obviously, under Lee McCulloch at the time. But Lee McCulloch had actually got together a really good squad. We just missed that final part. And when, obviously, things happened and the manager moved on and then we got Steve Clark in. And when Steve Clark came in, like... It's so hard to put into words what he'd done to change it, but the change was there for everybody to see. And the two years that I had there under Steve Clark, was, it was very, very special. It's something that, as I said, I think I'll struggle to get a feeling like that again in football. Just everything went, went perfectly. I was playing my best football. And, yeah, we finished, obviously, third, which was a magnificent end to the year. And it's just it's a really proud to be a part of that special time. And, like, Kilmarnock's history who's like, who I hold very dearly to my heart now as well as playing for Steve Clark at um, Kilmarnock he gives you your international debut and you score for Scotland on your debut can you just describe what it's like to play and score for your country I mean that's that was my dream come true like when I was a little boy it was never oh, I want to play for Barcelona I want to play for Real Madrid it was always I want to play for Scotland that was always my thing I mean my dad used to love going to the games together when I was young and I used to love going to Hamden and then I'd been in the squad a few times before that and I'd just never really 
caught that chance yet to get in the starting eleven, and obviously, if you're playing San Marino, it's not exactly the, the, the sort of game to prove yourself as a defender, but nobody can take it away from you that no matter who the opponent, you've made your debut for Scotland and you've scored, and it's, it's something only a handful of people in the country can ever say that they've done, and I'm, I'll be very, very privileged for the rest of my life that I was. I was able to add my name to that list and hopefully if I can get myself established more here I can try and force myself back into that sort of fold. In terms of the national team, how does it compare to club level in terms of when you arrive and interacting with, with players from different clubs? It's a weird one when you're away with Scotland because the Scottish football and circle isn't, isn't the biggest to be fair and a lot of guys, you already know a lot of guys from like the youth type ages and whatever but I think it was very good with it. Steve Clark done it that he tried to keep a a sort of a, a core of boys together and it sort of felt more like a club team when you went away. Everybody knew each other, everybody knew what everyone was about and I've, I was already used to the way that Steve Clark worked as a manager, as a coach, so I actually thought I fitted in quite well into the system but then I had a bad injury just after my debut and then maybe my form wasn't great after that that to get myself back in but now that's up to me to to try and perform at a level that can sort of make people look at me again and maybe think that it's time for me to do that again Last question I've got for you you've been very honest and open now you're 26 you're going to be approaching what is ordinarily the peak years of a player's career what are you hoping to achieve with Philadelphia Union and also from a personal perspective in the, in the coming years? Uh, it's, a, it's a strange one because one, it's hard for me to realise I'm still 26 now. That's quite hard to get my head around. I feel like I'm still 21 or 22, but I don't know. Like I'm out here and I think the one thing I've noticed the most about being out here is how happy I've been just to be here. Obviously, nobody can be fully content if you're not like playing. That's what a footballer wants to do is you want to play. But my, just, my ambition for the rest of my career is I, just, I want to be somewhere where I'm happy. I want to be somewhere where I'm playing. And I maybe want to be somewhere where it can be successful. It's something that I've never done. I've never won a trophy. I've never really played in any finals or got close to a trophy yet. So that's something that, whether it's in Philadelphia Union or whether it's down the line at somewhere else, it's something that I'd always want to do is try and be successful and more or less just be content where I am as well. I think that's one of the most important things in football is if you're happy where you are and you're happy with what you're doing, then I think that's half the battle. So we'll dive down to ocean and we'll make our home in a deep sea cave and our shells will all be open they'll be filled with song they'll be filled with song we'll dive down to the ocean and we'll make our home